Welcome to another episode of the Startup Sec podcast where we do interviews with Sacramento startup founders and innovators. Today we're at Impact Venture Capital again and with me I have got the co-founders of a, another young startup, Beata and Patrick. Welcome guys and let's have you start off introducing yourselves and your backgrounds and then tell us what your startup BeakBe is. Alright, uh, my name is Beata, I'm co-founder of BeakBe and I came to the US uh, five years ago as a diplomat and was sent from Washington DC to Silicon Valley to help startups from Poland to establish their footprint on the West Coast. And my office was located in uh, uh, Rocket Space, uh, open innovation hub in downtown San Francisco with uh, several successful alumni such as Uber, Spotify, uh, Leap Motion and Supercell and that's where I got the startup back from. Mm-hmm. And Patrick? I am a developer. I actually was uh, born and raised in San Jose. I moved here when I was uh, 15 in Sacramento and I've been here ever since. Uh, I attended Sac State. I got my bachelor's of uh, computer science uh, at Sac State. And then afterwards I got a couple of jobs here as a Java developer, working at Accenture in Rancho Cordova here and working at uh, BSP Affinity also in Rancho Cordova. After that, I kind of got a little bit of a wandering bug, the wanderlust, and I moved to uh, Poland. And I got a job working as a software engineer over there for a company that was a uh, head contract with Procter & Gamble. After I came back here, uh, I was looking, I was hungry for a startup, and I, I met Beata, Okay, that's history. So, well, let's start off. First of all, give us your quick pitch. What is your startup, Big Week? It's a donation marketplace for parents to pass along used or unused baby and kid stuff for free. Okay, and so how did you guys meet and co-found? How did the idea come up and how did you guys meet? What's the whole origin story of, of you as co-founders and of Big Week? Uh, it started a little earlier. In fact, uh, I got really inspired after going to Burning Man for the first time. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the whole uh, idea of sharing resources and uh, the world that does not circulate around money re- really resonate well with me. But only after I became a new mother, um, the concept of starting my own company became sharp. Uh, uh, I've experienced that finding the right and affordable products for my baby was one of the most stressful things about my pregnancy's third trimester and I was really determined to do something about it. And when I met Patrick, everything just clicked. <laughs> yes, yeah, so my side of the story is that when I was uh, working and living in Poland, I got the entrepreneurial bug and uh, I had attended a conference over there and I had this idea uh, for a startup and when I pitched it, Everyone liked it, and they voted like you know. Hey, we wanna we want to uh, have you uh, invite you for a weekend to actually organize something and develop it. Thing is, I'm just a developer. I have no idea how to actually run a startup. So that startup kind of ran into the ground. Uh, when I came back, though, is when I met Beata through the uh, Polish American community in Northern California. And so when she was talking about her startup. She said, hey, I need somebody to help build it. And I said, well, I'm looking for an idea. And one of the things about her idea is that I'm looking for something that really helps people out. Uh, one of the things that I had learned was uh, there's something called like a vitamin and painkiller. Um, this is a painkiller because it's going to help people with their finances and to save money. So okay. I jumped on it right away. So maybe we could go a little bit deeper into um, 
Well, first of all, who's who's the audience? Who's your target market? Um, I assume mothers and, and families. I'm um, talk about that a little bit uh, and how you what's what it's been like developing your solution to the pain point that they have. Um, first of all, it was my problem, but we validated it. Uh, so we talked to other parents and discovered that they are sharing the same frustrations. And then uh, we announced uh, the idea on one of the Facebook pages, and so we got like 50 signups right away in just a few minutes. And uh, that's how it started. We started to, to work really hard on the platform and uh, launched it. And before the launch, uh, launch of the platform, we went through Y Combinator Online Startup School, and it oh. was such a helpful experience. And one thing that I remember that some Altman uh, tends to repeat all the time is that you should build uh, something that uh, a small number of people uh, really love, rather than something that a large number of people mm -hmm. like. And that's what we are focusing right now on. And I can totally validate it because uh, one of the things that's held me off from parenthood is hearing about expenses. <laughs> I, I hear that so much, so much from uh, my friends. Um, so with this thing, I actually can't wait. I can't wait to become a parent and start using this. <laughs> that's validation from my side. So, so the problem you're solving is that to be a parent is expensive. You have kids, and your kids grow fast, and they outgrow their clothes, and, and resupplying them with all those clothes is expensive. And your solution is people can bequeath, which I think is the origin of your name, uh, bequeath, uh, it solves that problem by having people donate or, or gift, um, if I'm correct, uh, clothes to help people out who can't afford it. Is that right? Yeah, it's just like eBay, but everything is listed for free. All items are listed for free. But um, on average, the American parents spent around $13,000 on their babies in the first year alone. So that's a pretty uh, huge stretch. And uh, they, young parents, they, or new parents, they're really anxious. They, are, they really want to be a good parent. Uh, and um, there are sleep, uh, sleep deprivation and the whole mm -hmm. anxiety associated with the parenthood make them, uh, make them um, um, really stressed out, stressed. frustrated. Yeah, and, and they just go through this, uh, the whole process, uh, misleading advertising, buy a lot of baby must have that they don't really need uh, or end up with uh, boxes clutter with baby clothes and toys and uh, they don't really know what to do with it. They can go to Goodwill, they can find family or friends to pass it along, mm -hmm. but that's not a really good solution. It's always a hassle, it's a problem. So Bikwi uh, is a very simple platform where uh, people who have uh, things to give away and people who need uh, uh, products for their families or babies and kids they can just meet and uh, and this transaction is uh, really fast and simple and fun. So uh, about the platform, maybe talk about, I assume it's a mobile app and, and a SaaS-based platform you've built. Um, and, and first of all, uh, are you in beta? Is it available? Um, people listening, watching, who want to sign up, can they do that yet? Right, no, right. Uh, it's in beta right now and it's, uh, it's accessible. Right now we have a, a site available. The native apps are, are coming soon. Uh, but right now we're focusing on a, 
uh, web-based applications so that people can just visit it with Safari on their phones okay. or with Chrome on their mm -hmm. phones with a regular browser. So that is automatically available to everybody right now. And so where would they find it? On www.bqui.com. Okay. Um, so you're, you're basically testing that out. Um, what point do you think that opens up to a broader audience? Good question. It's already opened, and when I mentioned that we had so many signups, then a cold shower came <laughs> because we noticed that our users are not as active as we uh, expected them to be, and uh, we spend a lot of time trying to understand their behaviors, asking for feedback, using analytics tools, and we roll out a lot of uh, improvements on the site, trying constantly to make it easier to navigate and more user-friendly. And I think we are about to start gaining momentum right now, but it takes time. Uh, Airbnb, uh, it took them like two or three years to take their startup off the ground, so it's not happening overnight. Right, so, so you mentioned the Facebook group. Has that been kind of the, the, the core interface, if you will, with, with your target market? Yes, we are using uh, Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. I'm a member of like, 300 mm -hmm. groups for mothers mm -hmm. where they buy, trade, mm -hmm. swap uh, baby products. Uh, and they do it using Facebook groups, with, which is really a hassle. I try it myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why uh, we decided to use um, this channel in the beginning to find our target group and also connect with them and uh, grasp some kind of uh, hints and ideas um, from, from our users. And you're probably already establishing a good connection and rapport with your, your market that way too, I see. Yes, okay, it's more cool. friendly. Cool. We, we don't really believe in email marketing. It does not really work mm -hmm. well for us at this stage. So Facebook groups uh, are a major channel. Okay. So you mentioned that you did a little bit of a, had a little bit of some challenges. You pivoted a little bit doing some analysis. Um, for those of other entrepreneurs out there, what's, can you maybe share what that's like to have to uh, pivot and, and change your kind of your value proposition and, and approach a little bit um, as a startup founder? Well, it's part of the bargain. I mean, when you start, a, when you uh, begin a startup, you, you're totally aware that you're going to have to pivot. And if you take that personally, uh, then being a founder is not for you. So yeah. it's just biting the bullet and, and uh, doing what makes the project successful. And that's what we learned at uh, Y Combinator School, that just release this MVP as early as possible. Mm -hmm. Don't worry if it's not ready. It, sh it shouldn't be ready at this stage. You cannot be perfectionist. It's, um, and, and start um, talking to your users and uh, getting their feedback and trying to find product market fit and how it works. Okay. So what stage would you say you're at? You're, you've, got a, uh, you've got an MVP uh, as far as the website. You're building out um, native apps. Um, as far as funding goes and, and what are you looking for from, from the Sacramento startup community or, or VCs or funders out there, what kinds of things are you looking for to help make you more successful and grow? At this stage, we are a pre-revenue, early stage startup. We are about to start our uh, first pre-seed round mm -hmm. soon. Uh, so we need probably parents, most likely women, uh, mothers, uh, who 
uh, who would like to join and invite their friends and do it in like a very, uh, um, maybe not close, but like semi-closed setting and to give us as much feedback and ideas as possible. So that's kind of your beta group then? Yes. And so they should contact you through the website? Yeah, just okay. sign up and don't be shy and send us emails, tell us what's wrong, where did you get lost, mm -hmm. what's not clear enough, mm -hmm. because we were trying to make it super simple, but we've been working on it for like a year now, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> so year. we need someone who could look at it with fresh, fresh eyes mm -hmm. and just give us more information. Yeah, we're, we're open to any kind of feedback, I mean really, we, if you have any uh, positive or, or even uh, some Areas for improvement, just tell us. Okay. So you mentioned your pre-revenue. What you Talk about the revenue model for this, because I know you've talked about it being free for, uh, for at least one of the segments. Um, what's the revenue model to make this sustainable? Uh, we just started uh, subscription plans, so okay. we want it to be free, but we also um, want to um, make sure that uh, like, uh, y users are not uh, overusing the site. So for example, getting free items from BigQuery and selling mm -hmm. them elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So uh, if uh, users keep healthy ratio of items given and uh, taken, everything is free. Um, and if they don't have enough to give away right now, um, we have subscription plan $18 per month and that's how we make money right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, we are also rolling out our uh, corporate plan, so we are going to uh, we are going to connect our community of parents with uh, other family-oriented businesses uh, run by mompreneurs, uh, uh, and uh, and that's why we are about to raise our first round to to make it happen. Hmm. Interesting. So, what do you think has been some of the biggest challenges for you in in launching this startup? Um, well, from a kind of an abstract point of view, persistence, um, like we said, dealing with the pivots, uh, that can be an emotional train. Um, but just moving forward, uh, because there's a lot of times where you build something with the expectation that, okay, this is going to really uh, draw a lot of attention, it doesn't draw attention, and you're just going to have to scrap that and move on. Um, so dealing and with move on really fast. Really fast, yeah. <laughs> so lean startup all the way, uh, present something, doesn't work, scrap it. Uh, try try to get Something uh, else. analysis and so yeah we have a lot of uh, analysis on how our users uh, use the sites so that we can kind of get an idea of what is the best fit for them. But I think that uh, it's also challenging that we are we usually work remotely. So Patrick is based in Sacramento. I'm based in Santa Cruz. Mm -hmm. So we uh, meet from time to time here in Sacramento. But we use Slack <laughs> on a daily basis, mm -hmm. so sometimes it's really difficult to explain some abstract ideas mm -hmm. or keep track on everything mm -hmm. uh, on Slack. I like Slack though. Yeah, <laughs> I really do like Slack. I like that too. But search feature is not the a search great. feature. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so those are the challenges. Maybe you share what what's what if I ask you what the biggest win you've had? What comes to mind for the the most celebratory? Um, event or milestone that you guys have reached? Well, the, uh, when we presented the uh, site on, on the Facebook group, we, we automatically got a surge in signups. You know, people are like, oh, this is an awesome idea, I really want to use this. 
And so having that was a really celebratory moment because we could show up like, hey, you know, this week we had you know 50 users sign up, you know, and, and we we're, we're not even just beta just yet. Just a few minutes. Yeah, we're, we're, we're barely beta, and <laughs> it's just a few minutes. We already have 50 people sign up, so that was a really celebratory moment. And I think that completion of this Y Combinator startup school was uh, was also mm -hmm. like. Um, feeling good moment and going to this gathering, the final event, talking to our mentors and pure founders, it was really inspiring. And of course the cherry on top of that cake is going to be the first transaction on our site. <laughs> when do you think that's going to happen? And it's already happened. Oh yeah, yeah. oh okay. And, and it didn't come from a friend. Or a <laughs> awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, lots of people I talked to, interviewed, Talk about the the startup founder's life, the entrepreneur's life is it's a roller coaster, ups and downs. Um, and something that I, I often forget to ask, which I think is a valid question, is how do you get through those down times? What what coping mechanisms do you have, or can you recommend to other founders out there to get through those down times between the up cycles? I have my family, yeah? my little daughter, and uh, my partner. But yeah, friends, family, community of um, our founders, that's, that's key. So from a person who doesn't have a family yet and is, uh, still uh, hasn't uh, reached that level of maturity yet, um, fresh air exercise, uh, aggressive music. <laughs> <laughs> Head banging? Yeah, exactly. exactly. No. Yeah, I think it's, it's key. I, I like like to tell people, get out of the get away from the computer, get out and walk, and, and get out in the air a little bit, except when it's 110 degrees out, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, so, segueing that to what other general advice or tips can you share with other people who, who may not be as I mean, you're pretty early stage, but there's going to be there are people who are going to watch this who are just barely starting out with an idea. What kind of advice or tips would you give them? It's really hard, and it usually takes much longer than you expected. So. Don't ditch your side job too fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, follow up that question is, I was the exact person that you're describing, you know, a year ago. Uh -huh. uh, we just had an idea, but we persevered. Uh, it took longer than we anticipated. Uh, I think I gave you the optimistic estimate of having it completed in six months, and, and it actually took a year. But the thing that I want to bring across to people is that you know, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself an expert programmer, and I don't want to call myself a perfect programmer because that means that I won't be able to learn, right? So I want to always want to be able to learn something. So what I know now is not going to be the same as what I know six months from now, but that's okay because I'm constantly learning. So if you have a kind of a doubts about your ability to, to, to do something, don't. Because, you know, maybe when you do start, it's not going to look its best, but eventually it will because you're going to refine it, you're going to learn, you're going to improve as a, as a developer. So I would say head into it, just just take calculator risks. Don't, um, if, if you're in dire straits, of course, don't, don't, don't quit a job. Make sure that you have a comfortable financial place, but, but don't be scared uh, because it's not that hard. It's just, it's just work and time. <laughs> <laughs> and persistence. Yeah, persistence. That one is a common thing theme every time. So uh, I want to thank you guys. Any last shout outs that you'd like to um, give to anybody or last uh, words of advice? I would like to give a shout out. I would like to say proudly that most of the was uh, developed by myself at Hacker Lab. 
Okay. And I want to give a shout out to uh, three really awesome people, Christina Tosca and Terry at Hackalab. Awesome. Hi. Yay, Hackalab. Thanks, yeah, thanks for all the advice. Thanks for your uh, kindness and your uh, hospitality. Yep. And you? Sacramento is hot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So try it out. It's a really uh, cool community. Uh, much more genuine than Silicon Valley, which is really noisy and really, uh, uh, really crowded. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys. Thanks for your time, and I wish you the best of luck. And again, your your website address is bequee.com. Spell that out for us. Uh, B E E, like bumblebee. So uh -huh. B E E K W E E All right, dot, com. dot com. All right. Thanks again, and wish you the best of luck. Thanks. Thank and thanks you. for having us. Thanks for having us.